The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus heard of the death of John the Baptist, he withdrew in a boat to a deserted place by himself. The crowds heard of this and followed him on foot from their towns. When he disembarked and saw the vast crowd, his heart was moved with pity for them, and he cured their sick. When it was evening, the disciples approached him and said, This is a deserted place, and it's already late. Dismiss the crowds, so that they can go to the villages and buy food for themselves. Jesus said to them, There's no need for them to go away. Give them some food yourselves. But they said to him, Five loaves and two fish are all we have. Then he said, Bring them here to me. And he ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass. Taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he said the blessing, broke the loaves, and gave them to the disciples, who in turn gave them to the crowds. They all ate and were satisfied, and they picked up the fragments left over, twelve wicker baskets full. Those who ate were about five thousand men, not counting women and children. The Gospel of the Lord. I'm sure we all remember how panicked we felt when New Jersey first shut down. Unsure of the future, many started panic buying, stockpiling everything from frozen foods to toilet paper. Who knew a household of four needed 50 rolls for the week? The memes online were hilarious. Someone even posted a video of two women pretending to be on the Titanic wearing life vests and playing their violins to the tune of My Heart Will Go On, an ode to shelves once stocked with Charmin. Whenever there is a shortage of supplies, it seems, the worst in us can surface. Think about how people behave on Black Friday or when the newest iPhone comes out. Eager buyers will punch, kick, and bite for a chance to be first. I'm told this was also true in the gas shortage of 1974. I can only imagine how such customers may have reacted to an empty aisle of Charmin. Whenever there is a shortage of supplies, whether it's bread, gas, or the newest iPhone, it seems the worst in us can surface. Look at what happens in today's Gospel. Thousands have been following Jesus. Now they're tired, hungry, thirsty, and there's a shortage of food. Sensing a possible disaster, the disciples say what others might in a time of crisis. Dismiss the crowds. Let them fend for themselves. No, Jesus says, give them some food yourselves. A reminder to the disciples that they are their brother's keeper. Somehow their five loaves and two fish will become enough for everyone. But first, the Lord must teach them a lesson in teamwork. The Gospel does not tell us exactly how the crowds were fed, only that Jesus took the five loaves and two fish, blessed them, and gave them back to his disciples with the command Feed them yourselves. 
While Jesus could have easily multiplied the loaves himself, he chose to rely upon his disciples instead. So how did everyone manage to eat? Perhaps the multiplication of the loaves was more than a physical miracle. Perhaps it was also a moral miracle. Meaning Jesus was less interested in multiplying the bread himself and more interested in transforming human hearts. Jesus knew people were hungry, but he also knew how selfish his disciples and likely others were being. Some within the crowds likely had food hidden in their very own pockets. Just as we would pack a lunch if we were going for a long day's hike, so those who could afford their daily bread would have brought some along with them. If Jesus could convince them to share what they have with others, then everyone will be fed. There'd be more than enough, and thus no need for him to multiply any more. The feeding starts with the disciples. Perhaps begrudgingly at first, they take their five loaves and two fish, break them apart, and share what they have with others. Moved with compassion, others start doing the same. It becomes a domino effect. All are fed before sunset. This would be the greatest miracle of all, transforming human hearts from selfishness to charity. Imagine something like that human hearts being transformed from selfishness to charity here in America today. The multiplication of the loaves made such an impact upon the disciples that it's recorded six times in the Gospels. In fact, it's recorded more than any other miracle, making it the most frequently told story in the Gospels. This should also be the most frequently told story in our age. Instead of hoarding or panic buying when there's a crisis, like a global pandemic, Christians grow in charity. We multiply God's blessings, freely sharing what we have with others. Understandably, our impulse is to panic, to take, to grab whatever we can whether it's Charmin, Brad, or the latest iPhone. But we know we can do better. When do I feel that selfish impulse? And how is the Lord inviting me to change, to be more generous instead? Maybe that means learning to be content with what I have, or learning to live with less. Maybe that means offering more of my time, volunteering, or donating to causes in need. There's no question we've all felt an economic pinch, but do we consider those who are in even greater need than we are? Feed them yourselves, Jesus says. We are our brother's keeper. 
Take a look into our grocery carts, a look into our pockets, a look into our hearts. What do we have that we might share generously with others?